Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Susan Richard, and here are today's top local stories. The NYPD still piecing together what happened in Times Square over the weekend, where five men were arrested for allegedly pummeling several city cops. Our Glenn Shuck is there and joins us live. And this is some video here that you can take a look at. Very clear surveillance video of this incident. We'll put it up at 1010winds.com showing these uh, two cops apparently trying to break up some type of disorderly crowd. And they're focusing on one man in this video. And then seconds later, these officers are on the ground being kicked and stomped on and punched by this group of men outside this migrant shelter here at 42nd and 7th. Now, as you mentioned, there were five arrests, men ranging in age from 19 to 29, charged with gang assault, but we've uh, since learned that four of the five released without bail. Uh, Chief of Patrol John Shell spoke with NBC4. I personally spoke to Alvin Bragg today about the DA Bragg, about the situation. He was very concerned. So we're going we're gonna to get them, and uh, we're going to support our country. it doesn't end there, Susan. The NYPD also opposed pictures of four more suspects that they're still looking for in connection with this. We'll put them on our website as well. Now, we'll probably hear more about this from the police commissioner, Caban. He has a state of the NYPD address later on this morning. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM, live here in Times Square. There was a fatal fire in Rico Park last night. It broke out in a two-story home at 85-4866th Avenue, where the call came in just before 11 o'clock. And more than 100 firefighters and EMS responded. An 86-year-old woman was pronounced dead at the hospital. Four others were injured, including two firefighters. Fire marshals are now investigating. The How Many Stops Act will soon become law. That's after the city council voted to override Mayor Adams' veto. And it turns out that was with way more votes than expected. 42 to 9 on the policing bill and another to end solitary confinement. Council Speaker Adrian Adams said she looks forward to working with the mayor on the implementation of the measure and was intent on setting the record straight. What we have asked for in this simple data reporting bill is for an upgrade to a smartphone that, for all intents and purposes, the force is already using. Adams said the intention is to get more information when police engage in investigative encounters only. The resistance to this legislation is disturbing. The resistance to truth-telling of data, of who is being stopped in the city of New York, 
is disturbing to me. It should be disturbing to everybody. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM at City Hall. Mayor Adams is open to working with the council to amend the measure. He believes some members question whether minor encounters need to be documented. I don't believe the city council wanted those type of interactions to be documented, and that is what uh, needs to be corrected. Attorney Lisa Zornberg describing conversations, inquiries, which are not even stops and that pose unique challenges in writing up the dozens that could occur each shift. The mayor also worries that noting ethnicity or gender incorrectly could have legal consequences. Juliet Papa, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM. The main focus of a meeting last night in Port Washington anti-Semitic graffiti. Concerned parents attended the school board meeting in Port Washington after three swastikas were found in a boys' bathroom at Weber Middle School. This parent tells CBS2 different curriculum is needed for students. My dad was a Holocaust survivor, so uh, I think that hearing from either survivors or their children would be important. The school is working with the Holocaust Memorial and Tolerance Center here on Long Island. Adam Rutner is a board member and parent and says he's sickened by the discovery. Deeply affected by it, mortified. The superintendent says they have zero tolerance for anti-Semitic behavior and they are working with police to discover who is responsible. Sophia Hall, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM in Nassau County, Long Island. What's being billed as an emergency rally today in Lower Manhattan against anti-Semitism in New York City schools. This is by the group End Jew Hatred where Director of Programming and Strategy, Michelle Adult, spoke to 1010 Wins. We really want to address uh, the Chancellor's essential failure in addressing rising anti-Semitism and Jew hatred in NYC public schools. Um, and we are, you know, we need to hold him and others accountable. She cites incidents, including a recent rally in Bryant Park and a Jewish teacher having to hide in a locked office after being targeted by pro-Hamas students for sharing pro-Israel content. Their rally scheduled for 5 p.m. outside the Tweed Courthouse at 52 Chambers Street. 1010 Winds has reached out to the Department of Education for comment and is awaiting a response. Cheetah Rivera has died. That's her in 1975 in the original Broadway production of Chicago, where she originated the role of Velma. The triple threat singer, dancer, and actor first came notice in 1957 as Anita in the original production of West Side Story. She went on to win two Tony Awards for The Rink and Kiss of the Spider Woman. She was nominated seven other times, including for Chicago, Bye Bye Birdie, and Nine. In 2009, Cheetah Rivera was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So that was Cheetah Rivera in the Broadway musical The Visit in 2015. Tom Curtihy was the producer. He called her the master of excellence. The minute she stepped on stage, she absolutely lit it up. Cheetah Rivera was also in the musical Kiss of the Spider Woman in 1993. Rob Bowman was the musical director and conductor. She had an abundance of energy, but also so much talent. You know, a true, true triple threat. Actor, singer, dancer. And of course, she created the role of Anita in West Side Story on Broadway. 
Carol Diori Attenton wins at 92.3 FM on Broadway. In a statement, Broadway League President Charlotte St. Martin wrote, Cheetah Rivera was Broadway royalty and we will miss her with all our hearts for nearly seven decades. She enthralled generations of audiences with her spellbinding performances and iconic roles. Cheetah Rivera was 91. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 